0: So under the current point system, vigorous exercise is defined as exercise at a minimum average heart rate of more than 70% of your age-related maximum heart rate. This is already verifiable and in line with the World Health Organization's definition, suggesting that it is a clinically relevant outcome. This has now been revised to 80% or more, which is at the top end of the World Health Organization spectrum. Was this revision really necessary?
1: So. So I think, it's important to to frame w- what we use as the various sources because, you know, I think uh, I'm not particularly familiar with which aspect of the WHO criteria you're using in terms of defining the link to moderate, vigorous, etc. cetera. I'm happy to follow up on that. Uh, we particularly have always used as our guidelines uh, the A- ACSM guidelines, which is the American College for Sports Medicine. It's the largest and Probably the most reputable source of sports physiology, uh, guidelines around training and exercise principles and metrics. Uh, their, their range for vigorous, uh, is 76 to 96. And as you'd appreciate, 80 is, is solidly below the midpoint of that. And similarly, their definition of moderate is 65 to 75, and so I was 70 fits between that. I think, as I pointed, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, to look at any of these in isolation can be incredibly misleading because you can't just look at your average heart rate. You have to look at frequency, intensity, and duration. So, for example, whether you did 80 or 70%, but you only did it once a week for 10 or 20 minutes, you'd still be below what is, physiologically adequate to shift, shift behavior through activity. So you can't look at heart rate in isolation. And, and so if you look at frequency, intensity, and duration, and you say that the duration typically for most people is 30 or 90 minutes, and then you said that if the heart rate needed to be X, in your case, if you said it's lower, say let's say we made it 70 or 60, then by inference you'd need the frequency which, with which people are training to be much higher. And given we notice most people tend to train two to three times a week rather than four to five times a week, the combination of those will get you into a normal, at least the early stages of what's considered, uh, the normal physiologically acceptable range to start to see shift in, in health outcomes. And I want to stress that because it's the combination of the two. I think if you, if you look at what's the generally accepted principle, then it's not just ACS and it's beyond that. They often reference 150 minutes which is broke of moderate, which is broken down to actually what they say, 30 minutes, five times a week. And that's really, if you look at the point changes, is what we're encouraging people to watch. Shorter, more regular activity, and obviously in a heart rate range, that offsets for that so that it's physiologically relevant. And similarly, if you in the vigorous, it adjusts down. And so if you look at the vigorous comparative, it typically says 75 minutes are, are vigorous. And the reason they, they make vigorous half the duration of moderate is because the heart rate is higher. So again, that's the combination of the three variables that needs to be managed when you look at the table. It's often very misleading to take one in isolation, which is why people may be misperceiving or misunderstanding the directional change.